0: Welcome to Total Retail Talks, your podcast channel for retail knowledge. about that specific business today on today's episode. So thanks for joining me, Alyssa. Thanks
1: so much. I'm glad to be here.
0: So to get us started, I'd love for you to give a little bit of an overview of the American Freight business for those that are not familiar with it. And then I mentioned the Franchise Group, maybe kind of give an overview of that as well.
1: Yes, I'd love to. So American Freight is an extreme value retailer that sells furniture, mattresses, and appliances. They have over 370 stores now across 40 states, and they're really focused in on value, value, value. So American Freight's actually been around since 1994, and in what happened was they were acquired by the Franchise Group in uh, 2000, and Franchise Group is a... Uh, privately held company that acquires and manages franchise and franchisable companies across various retail industries. So some of the amazing brands they have in their portfolio are Vitamin Shop, Pet Supplies Plus, and then they have some great brands in the home decor segment, American Freight Breen, one of those subsidiaries of Franchise Group. And so in 1999, the franchise group actually acquired the old Sears outlet, um, which was at one time a part of Sears. And the outlet side of the business uh, was known for the, their leading national retailer of appliances and specifically open box appliances, which is really exciting. And then, in so that happened in 1999, and then in 2000, um, they acquired uh, American Freight as well as FFO Home, which is a small retailer, more regional player. So in June of 2000, very excitingly, they combined those three companies together into American Freight.
0: Talk a little bit about the uh, combining with Sears Outlet um, and talk about what that meant for the merchandise mix at American Freight.
1: Yes, it was really, it's like a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, right? It's like two great tastes that go great together. So it's combining this furniture, think of sofas, love seats, dining, bedroom furniture with appliances. So all of the big stuff that you would need inside your home all at extreme value pricing, and what makes it so exciting, I think, is you take the American freight side of the legacy business. Everything there was meant to take it home today, which is super unique in the industry right now as we're all waiting for weeks and sometimes months to get a purchase. What's nice is when you come into American Freight, you find what you want and you're actually able to either take it home yourself in your car or get it delivered that same very same day in most cases. And then the old Sears Outlet side of the business are open box, call it scratch and dent, um, sometime refurbished appliances at extreme value. So think about what you might pay for a refrigerator at a big box store you could get at half price at an American freight store. Um, and so kind of that extreme value, take it home today, what you see is what you get. Um, really, they just blended beautifully together and made sense to be in the same
0: So one of the things I know you're excited about, specifically with the American Freight brand, is is, uh, some store enhancements and remodels that you're doing in this new year. So tell us a little bit about, one, why that decision was made to uh, remodel some of the the store locations, and then what it will mean for your customers that are shopping in those stores.
1: You know, I think when a brand goes through um, growth like we have experienced over the last several years, as well as the combining of different previous brands. Sometimes things get a little murky or overlap in a certain way. And so I think the refresh of this brand that we're doing now really takes the best of everything that we have and blends it together. And so we partnered with the Shipyard as our creative agency. And they are really working on helping us with, like, a new logo. We're creating new brand standards. And I would say that the goals are, first and foremost, don't break the economic model. We're an extreme value retailer. We want to make sure we always give the best prices that we can to our customers so we never want to be so fancy that uh, we break that economic model. But we definitely wanted to make the stores, like, fresher, lighter, um, easier to shop in many ways. So we focused on clear pricing, transparent pricing throughout the store, making it easier to self-help. So even though we have very seasoned salespeople to help um, with any questions on the floor, some people prefer to browse or shop on their own. So we wanted to make sure that we could allow them an environment where they could shop on their own as well as creating some like mini vignettes throughout the store so we are a warehouse environment and sometimes that gets a little dull so taking the opportunity to showcase some vignettes as they're shopping the store just to inspire them and to help them Envision how it would look in their own homes, and then also remind them we do sell things like rugs and lamps and coffee and end tables and things uh, to complete their purchase as well.
0: So. It sounds like it's uh, really a, a, an upgrade on the experience. Is the merchandise mix shifting a lot, or that's probably remaining a little bit more constant And some of the experience of shopping in stores being upgraded?
1: We are looking at the merchandise mix as well. We're always trying to optimize and see where the customer is um, shifting to. So there was a time where people were very much investing in their living rooms. We all... Um, love to watch Netflix, and um, so we saw something there happening. Bedrooms have been super strong for us lately, so we've been kind of doubling down a little bit in those areas. But um, the biggest shift really came when we were continuing to expand these open box appliances it's really an interesting model. It makes us very unique and separates us from the industry and gives just a, such a great value to the customer that we've been putting those open box appliances in more and more stores. And so we're always looking to kind of make sure we've got the right mix between those two categories. And, and part of the rebrand is really kind of to help us showcase the open box even stronger. So, if you think about like a, if you've ever shopped at DSW the you know there's colors that show you the discount codes so we've got a kind of a similar take on that where depending on what you're looking for there's a different color code for each one so the like new is is one color so if you really don't want it to have any blemishes then you're looking for that particular color code as you shop and maybe if your appliance is going in an area where you won't see it, maybe in the garage, and you're more excited about the value that you can get out of it, then you might go down to a different level of um, blemish.
0: A lot of organization in the store, uh, obviously, for your product line. Uh, Let's flip it to the other kind of piece of the business, the digital side. And, you know, as you make these improvements to the store, obviously thinking about the online shopper as well. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing to improve their shopping experience as well
1: definitely made some investments on that side of the business Um, the customer is definitely pre-shopping online Um, more and more especially in these economic times it's very important our customers very savvy so she's going to do all her research in advance so we've we've invested some extra time effort and money into our website and e-commerce platform so we not only have we done a complete website redesign Refreshing it, making it easier, um, coins very clear for people to shop and click. Um, but we've also partnered with people um, to make sure we have best in class as far as 3D renderings are concerned. You know, the 3D 60 turn so they can see all aspects of the product. Um, AR, so if they want to drop that into their room and see what that piece might look like, they can do that. Um, and then showcasing it in a lifestyle as well so they can envision what it would look like in their own home. Um, We've also partnered with some great technology people to enhance our product descriptions, our product attributes. I think that's getting rich and detailed product attributes. So whatever's trending out there online of what it's called is probably what they're searching for in the search bar. And it may not necessarily be what the product description is, so making sure we have those connections is super important. And then at least once, um, hopefully twice a year, we're doing like a UX customer audit, um, getting gaining customer feedback. We want to make sure we're really tied to the customer. And then um, new enhanced search capabilities, And one of the biggest unlocks for us was really on that open box appliance shopping. So you can go to the website. You can select um, any level of category or vendor. And then it will tell you within the range that you give it what's available, either open box or new in box, because we do sell new in box appliances as well. And then you can keep clicking through. You find what you want. You click on it, and you will actually see pictures of that item in that store all the way around and inside the product. So you know exactly what you're getting, so you can easily just walk into the store to make your purchase.
0: Yeah, you're getting that educated customer that's walking through your stores, uh, you know, the doors of your store. They've already kind of done their research online. You're seeing that behavior. Speaking of the behavior you're seeing from your customers, I'd love you to talk a little bit about what you saw during the most recent holiday Q4 season and then moving into uh, 2024 here, what you kind of uh, are planning for and how that might impact what you're doing from a merchandising perspective.
1: Yes, it, it, uh, customers are definitely very careful with their wallets um, this past holiday. I think they were very thoughtful about their purchases. Um, again, a lot of research went in before they walked into the store. I think we saw a very savvy discount shopper this past holiday season. There were a lot of discounts across a lot of industries, and we immediately would see reactions with price drops or um, special offers to the customers. So I think they were ready to spend when the deal got good enough for them. So um, everybody's wallets are still a little bit tight, but we're starting to see some Uh, Green shoots coming out for sure as customers, I think, are feeling a little bit more confident about larger size purchases.
0: And then lastly, when we have leaders such as yourself on the podcast, we would love to kind of ask a question more leadership focused. Um, As you think about your team in particular, what can you do? What are you planning to do as you look to um, strengthen the performance of the merchandising group at the franchise uh, group?
1: It's such a great question. I appreciate you asking that. I think, I think it's really to keep them engaged, creative, and really excited about this coming year. We really feel like we're in such a good position and we are doing so many amazing things for the brand that I want them to keep that energy going It's been a crazy last five years, especially for the furniture industry, right? I mean, it started with the tariffs and then, you know, there was this huge boom during COVID and then supply chain like crippled us and then the economy came and the customer, you know, got nervous. And so we have been doing so much reactive to the environment around us that I really, truly feel like 2024 is all about the customer um, and getting back ingrained with the customer instead of all these external factors. And um, I'm, I'm ready for a year of peace and quiet externally.
0: <laughs> Some consistency, you're right. It's really been a lot of peaks and valleys over the last several years in the in the, categ- in the category. So um, looking for that and exciting that uh, you know, that's sort of what you're envisioning for the team as well. So I want to take the opportunity to thank Alyssa Allman, who is the Chief Merchandising Officer of the Home Segment of the Franchise Group, for joining us here on this episode of Total Retail Talks. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more information on this podcast, please check out our podcast channel page at mytotalretail.com slash podcasts for show notes. Total Retail Talks is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Make sure to subscribe on our podcast channel page as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to rate and review this podcast. Thanks, and until next time, this has been Total Retail Talks.